0: And away we go to the Big 12 football and beyond for this Thursday, June 18th, as we'll talk all things Big 12, um, college football as a whole, but certainly Big 12 kind of center stage with a lot of the Mike Gundy talk. We'll get into some of that. We've talked about it on the national uh, portion of our shows uh, this week. But we're going to get into a little bit of that, for those of you who may not heard it. You get in an update. Certainly things are not looking good in the state of Texas with some positive tests. Fifteen of them at Texas now. Kansas State's got a few of that. Houston had to shut down the voluntary program activities. Um, We're going to get into some recruiting news. Got nice uh, Kansas State getting some work done. Texas getting two four-stars this week, helping the secondary. We're going to get into that, Um, and we'll see Texas is in on Another player, we'll talk about the chances of them um, uh, of getting him. That announcement will be on Monday. Latest at Oklahoma State, they did get a verbal four-star commitment this week through all the turmoil. We'll talk a little bit about, um, um, you know, some other stuff. We got uh, my eye on Charleston Rambo, what he means for Oklahoma State, uh, what we mean for Oklahoma. And then uh, at Kansas State, um, the latest on Samuel Wheeler and his off-the-field issues. And – A Kansas season preview. Yes, we'll begin to preview the teams. We may break down a couple of teams. We're going to get you started here and make sure that you're tuning into it uh, each and every week because we're going to get to everybody and work our way through all the teams. We're going to get to the Les Miles-led Kansas Jayhawks today. So all that's on tap for the um, PAC-12 football and beyond. A reminder of a couple of things. 401k generation, brings you this podcast, makes it all possible. Please patronize our sponsors. We love them. They're part of our family. We wouldn't be here without them. They're licensed in all 50 states. Um, you can reach them by phone or by text at one 866 5879 No obligation, phone call or text. You've got to give them a call. You've got to learn more about what they can do, how they can help you, what they're all about. Uh, they're great people. Eddie Rojas and his team are professionals, and as I like to say, they help you make sure that you're on track with your all of your financial goals. So check them out today at 401k Generation. Also, we encourage you to check out LandryFootball.com each and every day because that's what we're all about. That's what we're here for. That's the genesis of what we've done. Uh, we are working feverishly on a lot of things, more on that in a second, but we're going to get back in the, certainly in the mold of getting all these detailed film and breakdowns of these college rosters, uh, college, NFL, recruiting, draft, you name it. We've got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So check out the scouting season offer. It's the best one we have, so take advantage of that. Um, I kind of alluded to it. We're really excited about putting together some really good opportunities that we think are going to make the brand of the Landry Football Podcast family better. As I kind of move and we'll do more of the national show and cover everybody like I do and certainly do an NFL show. Um, still working on whether it's going to be every day or three days a week or two days a week, but we're, we're, that's for later. And we're trying to put for you the best group of people that can talk about each conference on top of what I do. And so we've got SEC Gumbo that is um, right around the corner. We're going to see that starting uh, next week. So make sure that you're looking out for that. Um, as Blake Rafino's is going to take you through that, take you through the SEC, all sports, predominantly football, And you're going to love it. It's going to be great. He's going to do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think that's the plan right now. We've got something planned for the Big 12. Um, We're working on that. Uh, Hope uh, to get our guy, maybe two, that's going to be a part of that. ACC as well, Uh, certainly working through the Big 10, Pac-12. We've got um, a college football recruiting guy that's going to work on that that is going to work on that end and certainly give you a lot of insights and evaluations into some of these players. Um, A a national show that we're going to have uh, that's going to cover a lot of the college and NFL scene uh, and talk to some of the best guests and best-known people around the country. Um, And uh, got a college football gambling podcast. Working on all of that. Hopefully we can get all that to you, as many of it as possible. We shall see. That's taking up a lot of time right now as we try to get things going on that. But So those are things that we're working on, we're excited about, and we're going to keep you posted uh, right here on all of that. But the first uh, on top is Blake Ruffino, SEC Gumbo. Uh, check him out. Give him a follow. And, um, you know, certainly um, we're, we're he's going to get started, we think, next week. So uh, going to be a lot of fun and welcome aboard to him. So let's get right into it. Um, You know the story? Uh, A lot of people have the hot takes on Mike Gundy and what's going on and what happened with Judah Hubbard. I don't need to tell you what happened. You all know what happened. Let me give you my thoughts on it. I, I completely understand. There is, and I understand both sides. I understand people that may be offended by what he was Potentially supporting and what that outlet um, is portraying and what their beliefs are. That's the thing about opinions. That's the thing about politics. People are offended if you have a different view than they do. People care about their opinion and people don't care about other people's opinion. And look, you have a right to have any opinion. And if you want to express it, that's on you. But when you express it, you need to be prepared for a potential backlash or a potential response of somebody that may not see it the way you do. Depending upon your business, it may not affect you that much. Depends on where you work, what your work environment is. I can speak to the coaching profession. And I will say this, that if you have an opinion, and I would say that most college coaches – are more right-leaning type folks politically, although I haven't done any kind of sophisticated survey of any sort. I haven't done any survey of, of any sort. But I would say that the majority of their players being black, 75 80%, and their families are quite the opposite. So you run the risk of offending in certainly this highly sensitized world we're in now the people that you are recruiting, the people that you are coaching, the people that you are depending upon greatly for your success. <clears throat> so while there may not be a lot of fundamental things wrong about having your... I, I, why doesn't he have that opinion? And, you know, if, if a player had you know an opinion on the right or left you're missing the point the point is not about his opinion it's how his opinion is going to be perceived in his locker room doesn't matter what you think doesn't matter that because you agree with maybe his politics that makes it right it doesn't mean that that if somebody disagrees with you that it makes them right or wrong What it means is how does your opinion affect people in your lives and in your work environment? Look, there are a lot of people that can't get along for Thanksgiving because they don't agree politically. Again, you can deal with that. You can choose to do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to be a college football coach and you're going to alienate 75 80% of the people that you are coaching and, again, recruiting, you're going to have a problem. It is something that guys like Mike need to be aware of what they say and how they phrase it. And a lot of what you say is going to be taken wrong. Be very, very aware, even if you need to be vanilla. You know, the the gone are the days where you can shoot from the hip and it's funny and it's cute. It's not going to be perceived as cute anymore. And you may not like that. <laughs> it's okay, but it doesn't matter. That's what his team thinks. So that's something that's come out of it. I think it's pretty obvious that Mike Gundy, in his quote-unquote apology, was so insincere, so contrived. Nobody's buying it. Is he going to lose this team? I don't know. I don't know. How, I mean, he's he's got some work to do to repair it. The point is, is you can have a view, but how about respecting other people's view? Because you don't agree with it. And that's the problem on the right and the left. I'm not a political person. I, I'm just not into it. But I, I do think that there's some things that just off of how issues, issues go, I have certain views on certain things. I'm not completely uh, out of touch with it. But I think what's important to understand is how the opinions of others. That's what we're missing. And that's what was missing here with Mike. And why he had to kind of eat his words a little bit or else it's trouble. And if you say the wrong thing and you step out of line – I mean, Mike is close to stepping over the line and doing something that's going to get him fired with cause because they're not firing him. His contract is too costly to fire him. But if he does something and steps over the line, and he's certainly a candidate to do it, Mike Leach, I mean, I'm not saying that they're looking to – at Oklahoma State, they're looking to make a move. You know, a Mike Leach type, you could see a guy like that saying something just wacky, better be careful out there. Just better be careful. So, the coronavirus is hitting the state of Texas pretty hard, isn't it? Uh, Texas has got 15 players that are currently in quarantine uh, as a result of contact tracing. Um, Houston shut down their workouts. We got issues with the Cowboys and the Texans in the NFL, and players with Texas ties that have spent off-season in the NFL, like a Von Miller, like a Kareem Jackson, coming down with it. Um. It's going to be real interesting. Tech, Kansas State has six players tested. And who knows who else? Um going to be real interesting. Some transfer news around the league. Texas junior defensive back Anthony Cook deleted a tweet that announced his departure from the school. Um, but uh, he said he's not going to be playing another snap for the University of Texas. It's nothing to do with anyone or anything. And it was one of those, please respect my decision. We'll see what the details are in the situation and how serious this is and if it is as final as it sounds. Over in the recruiting front, this week Kansas State getting a verbal from three-star defensive end Braden Wood, 6'3", Boise, Hawaii, Colorado State, Louisville, Washington State. Um, the type of guy that Chris Kleiman has recruited North Dakota State and is recruiting at Kansas State. Um, kind of got to hold on to his his um his pledge. Um, he's Boulder native. Um, and we'll see. We'll see some of those non-visit guys may decommit and go somewhere else. But we're talking about a top ten prospect in the state of Colorado. Good player, mid level. Three-star type guy. Texas getting a couple of big commitments in the secondary. Ismail Ibrahim, a four-star corner. Um, you know, really good. Uh, Ibrahim chose Texas over Alabama, Georgia, AM. and m And at 6'1", 165, got a fill out. But he's got a lot of range, really bendy, really limber. Um, he's a top 15 corner in this class. And um, you know a, a top, uh, you know, uh, player in the state of Texas, a top fifteen player there. So really good get for them. Also added another guy in the secondary at safety, JD Coffee. He uh, commits to the Longhorns um, as well. Four star safety, Washington, Oregon, LSU, and Texas. Um, with the or with the other schools along with Texas, he's a top. 30 player in the state of Texas and a top 10 safety in this class. So uh, just got uh, some positive additions to the secondary has the horns. Also, we're going to find out on Monday, it appears, where uncommitted four-star safety, um, um, uh, 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 well, let's see, where a couple of other guys that are going to give the commitment. Uh, but uh, Coffee was uh, certainly the other guy that was coming in and had the announcement on Monday, so good get for them. Oklahoma State uh, is getting a verbal from Bryson Green, uh, the wide receiver um, that is 6'1", 205 pounds. uh, Really good looking player. Top 50 player overall. uh, A top 300 overall prospect rather, and a uh, top 50 wide receiver, top 40 wide receiver. Really good. Really good player. Um, They got a commitment from Bryson, uh, but also added from his twin brother, Blaine. Uh, they both play at Allen High School in Texas, both both about 6'1", 205. So, uh, really good get there. Um, so, uh, they got offers from Auburn, Virginia Tech, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Nebraska. So, good get for Oklahoma State in what has been a tumultuous week. Again, always remind you these commitments are just that a commitment – Nothing official till they sign in December. Meanwhile, some other news around uh, the conference this week. Uh, Texas reinstated freshman wide receiver Kennedy Lewis from suspension. He was suspended in February for unspecified reasons. He would have missed spring practice had they had one. Uh, likely returning in June um, uh, is what we thought, and that's where it is. Former three-star recruit, um, and he'll be with the team at the start of camp. Uh, B.J. Foster, the safety, uh, broke his hand, punching a cart. Not quite sure what was going on there. Punching a cart, not real smart. So he's going to wear a cast this summer. Uh, Looks like it's not going to be something that's going to impede him from workouts. We shall see. Um, Eight-game starter, missed four contests due to some injuries, so um, not good to have to deal with something of that nature. The Texas kickoff season opener between – Baylor and Ole Miss has been shifted to Sunday, September 6th. Um, they were set to go on Saturday the 5th, but they'll take in the Sunday spotlight instead. I like that. It, um, it, it'll it be the debut for for Kiff and Aranda, and uh, we'll see uh, where this goes um, and, and the, the, the quality of the game. Good real challenge for both. New coaches should be a good game, and I love the fact that they're getting – the spotlight on Sunday. Wanted to talk, also wanted to make mention of Kansas State redshirt sophomore Tad and Samuel Wheeler, give an update on him. Um, the charges were dropped with him uh, one count of unlawful use of a driver's license, purchase and possession and consumption of liquor by a minor, first offense, um, and interference with uh, law enforcement officer intended to. Struck by falsely reporting information, so there are no more criminal charges. It's still possible, <clears throat> he can get some internal discipline from the school, but uh, he will be back with all charges dropped. Uh, wanted to give some more thoughts, some film room thoughts on uh, Charleston Rambo, Oklahoma's receiver could be the next great one there. Very talented guy with C.D. Lamb off to the NFL. Another 6'2", 175-pound, speedy, great body control, ball-tracking athlete, uh, can win consistently against press coverage. Um excited to see what he can do and step up and kind of take a leadership role in this offense. So, Charleston Ramble is somebody that I know you know about, but uh, you're going to know about him even more during the course of the season. And then we want to take you to... Lawrence, Kansas, give you a breakdown of the Kansas Jayhawks of Les Miles. Um, managed three wins in his first season at Kansas. I'm a little bit worried about their team this year. I do think they've got a pretty easy non-conference schedule. New Hampshire's no gimme, believe it or not. That's a really good Division One AA scoop. But you can win that. You can win at Boston College. Coastal Carolina also not a given, but it's winnable there. Th- those are those are three games that they've got a chance to win. They're going to have to pull an upset to win any other game. I'm not saying that they can't or they won't. I'm just saying that's the reality. A couple of things that are going on. Um, they may take a step back this year. You see, they can coach their way out of it, but they have changed things a little bit in a, in a positive move that will affect their program. And improve it. They're they're going more going away from Juco, which is typically what they've done, and certainly what David Beatty did, and what Charlie Weiss did, and what a lot of others at Kansas have done. Going more to the four-year guys. And in doing that, they're a little younger, and they're going to take I think a little bit of a step back before they can reap the rewards of those decisions. So uh, we'll see how this plays out. It could be growing pains this year, no doubt. But they're trying to build a solid foundation. It's got, obviously, uh, an athletic director that's a good friend, and Jeff Long. <clears throat> so they're building this for the long term. And, and, obviously, the expectations at Kansas is not great. So it's about seeing, you know, what they can do and what, what moves they might be able to make um, going forward. Let's look at the offense. It took off last year when they promoted Brent Deerman to offensive coordinator, really good at, at working the run-pass option. Um, man, they had 48 points at Texas, 37 against Texas Tech, 31 at Iowa State. But, you know, in, in other games they combined 29 in losses to Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. So it was either hit or miss for them. Um, no in-between. Carter Stanley was very underrated. May not have been a great quarterback, but a big loss for them. Very good. When he was on, their offense was really good. I know some of the Big 12 defenses were not that good. Um, but you've got an issue here, and you wonder if this might be a two-at-best three-win team this year. you got to replace Stanley, and he was very, very productive. They made a run at Felipe Franks, couldn't get him. Um, You know, Miles Kendricks, Thomas uh, McVitie, uh, th- those guys have very little experience. We'll see where they go. They do have a great running back, and I mean Puka Williams, the junior, is one of the elite running backs in the country. I'm talking a guy that can play anywhere. He's that good. He's dynamic. He's got – he's – forced more missed tackles against eight-man fronts than anybody in the country. He's that good. In a phone booth, he can make you miss. And I got to tell you, remember the name Velton Gardner. He's going to be the backup, but he's another explosive guy. You saw it a little bit at TCU and against Texas Tech. I think it's a really, really good group. Uh, it's a deep group at receiver, Andrew Parchment, Stephen Robinson, are good players. Um, Kwame Lasser the second. Uh, The Williams kid, Colby Williams, Ezra Naylor, also have ability. So it's going to be less experience on the offensive line, immediate concerns at left tackle, which is where uh, Adenjai occupied that spot now in the NFL. So, again, they're going to do things creatively unless it's kind of Backed off of that offense, and they're advancing there. So I'm excited about that. But they are young, and it's going to have growing pains. On the defensive side, D.J. Elliott, you know, I thought he had his team play hard. I didn't think they always played smart. Um, They allowed way too many points. They didn't match up athletically. They played hard again, but they they went in the wrong direction too many times. I don't know with all their youth that they're going to be a whole lot better. But – uh, and they lost the majority of their, you know, highly graded defensive linemen, the guys that graded the best for them is what I'm saying. They're going to be thin at outside backer. Um, Steven Parker's going to have to step up. And, you know, he's he's freshman that I think could be a really good player, a redshirt kid. Gavin Potter is a sophomore that played a lot as a true freshman, He's, I think, a really good answer at Mike Backer. Um, I mean, they threw him in the deep water last year, and he was outstanding. They got question marks in the secondary at loss. Bryce uh, Turnadan, Mike Lee, Hassan defense. Uh, Kyle Mayberry, uh, I think, a guy that can help them at, at one corner. And Kenny um, Logan at safety can be a really good player. He's making the switch from corner to safety got a good punter in Kyle Thompson who's got a good leg. He's got to become more consistent. And uh, Liam Jones is a good kicker. Uh, It's, you know, with New Hampshire, B.C., and Coastal Carolina, they can at least find a way to have at least a couple of wins, if not three. But they're going to be double-digit underdogs in all of their Big 12 matchups. There's no question about it. So I think it's maybe a year away before we could see them have a chance to get to that maybe that five win area. Some things that jump out at me: the ability to make plays. You know, I one of the the things I look at is is kind of a um, a havoc ratio, which is a percentage of plays in which the defense either records a forced fumble, or an interception, a pass breakup, a tackle for loss. Kansas created havoc plays on just eleven point eight percent of their snaps last year. That was last among all Power 5 defenses. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. And 125 overall. So they not only finished at the bottom of the Power 5 team, they were behind just about every G5 school. So they've got a, they've got some ways to go defensively, and offensively at least they've got a great running back. But you know, Dearman's a good coach, good play caller. Spent some time under Gus Melzon. They went more up tempo more, and I think they're going to do more of that this year. And Puka Williams is special. I mean, he's a you got a you got a game plan for him. I don't care what who you're. You know, your really good defense. He jumps out on film. He could play for just about anybody. You see the defense maybe getting a little bit better. That's that's going to have to come back in recruiting, though. I think they can be more assignments on, but again, with their youth, I'm not quite sure. Two classes away, a couple of seasons away for them. We'll see how many wins again. 3 got to beat New Hampshire. Got to beat Boston College. Got to beat Coastal Carolina. And then you got to find a way to upset somebody to win a fourth, upset two somebody's to win a fifth. That's kind of where they are. Uh, go to Baylor, Iowa State at home at Kansas State, Oklahoma State at home at West Virginia, Texas at home at Texas Tech at Oklahoma TCU. Tell me which one you really like them. Now look, they again surprised and with their offense, could they catch and win a shootout? You know, out of Texas Tech, out of Kansas State, sure. Out of West Virginia, sure. Could happen. Can you do it once or twice? That's going to be interesting to see. Plus, win three games, you have the best chance of winning. That's kind of where we are with the Kansas Jayhawks of Les Miles. Again, we're going to be breaking down all the teams and get through them and try to get some of the G5 schools in the region as well. Want to get you a little taste of it, kind of how we're going to do it, what we're going to do here on that in the breakdowns. A reminder to check us out uh, tomorrow for Pac-12 football and beyond. Um, We'll get into the breakdowns there. Not quite sure what we're going to do um, with uh, the Pac-12. Who we're gonna? I'm going to surprise you there. So make sure that you check that out um, uh, on who we're going to uh, to break down tomorrow. I'm not quite sure. Where I want to go, I'm thinking of a couple of options. Uh, May go Colorado or Washington State. That's what I'm thinking right now. We'll go through that. But check that out on Pac-12 Football and Beyond Tomorrow. Latest around the country as well as a weekly recap from the Pac-12. Also, check out our pro football show. Uh, not only uh, today, not only tomorrow, but today as well. So, appreciate you joining us. And, again, spread the word about what we're doing uh, here and uh, what we've got coming aboard. We're really excited. Check out LandryFootball.com. Check out the great folks at 401K Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again next time, everybody.